Hey everyone, and welcome to this, the 11th episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. My name is Joe, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend Tiller. Hello everyone, good to have you guys back. How have you been going, Tiller, since last time? Oh, uh, I've been well. Um, yeah, my left eye is not doing too great, but it's okay. I've been through this before, so hopefully it's the same outcome. Hopefully it, it, gets, <laughs> it gets better, it gets better soon. Yeah. I've been, uh, it's been a long week, but it was nice tonight to sit down and actually watch a movie again. Yes. Running on from last week, I think we decided just, you know, let's let's watch it together again, which was fun. <laughs> we it's did. a good time. Action Met- August. Yeah, Action August. We're, we're midway through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for any new listeners, this podcast is where we discuss popular movies, plus the themes and values we can get out of them. Mm. So like to say, we're in Action August right now. It's Action August. Where we're trying to watch a bunch of different action movies. Um, in the lead up to the release of the Equalizer Three, which That's is right. coming out in two weeks in Australia, I believe. Yes. So far, we've watched John Wick. Yep. The Raid. Yep. And now the Equalizer. So go back and check out those episodes. Yep. And then next week we'll be doing the sequel to the Equalizer. So yeah. we should have lined it up perfectly to kind of get the Equalizer, Equalizer Three as it comes, comes out. out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What were your initial thoughts before we rewatched this? How are you feeling going into it? I hadn't seen it in a while, so it was a good movie the first time I saw it. Yeah. And now, I'd say I enjoyed it more. I would say, oh, cool. um, this time around, oh, I think nice. I think I found it funnier. I think watching <laughs> yeah. it with someone else, like it was being able to catch, funny. yeah, <laughs> some of the real comedic moments. Yeah, um, nice. So, no, yeah, I, no was, I was keen going into it. Yeah, good. It was similar to me. Um, like we we rewatched John Wick. Um, we rewatched the Batman series. This one was similar to the Raid in that. I hadn't watched it as recently, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm keen to kind of go back to this. Um, looking forward to... Because I had good memories. I've watched it, like, maybe a year or two after it came out. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I was really keen. Mm. Um, the Equalizer is a 2014 American vigilante action film directed by Antoine Fuquay. I'm going to say is how it's pronounced. It is the first installment of the Equalizer trilogy, loosely based on the 1980s TV series of the same title. The film focuses on a retired U.S. Marine turned former DIA officer who reluctantly returns to action to protect a teenager from members of the Russian Mafia. Uh, the cast includes Denzel Washington starring uh, Martin, I want to say, Xokas, Chloe Grace Moritz, <laughs> David Harbour, Bill Pullman, and Melissa Leo. Mm. Um, yeah, what does DIA stand for? DIA? Yeah. Um... Something drug-related, maybe? Drug. A In- DI drug induced Dr- drug induced <laughs> associate. It's <laughs> <laughs> just always high. <laughs> yeah. Um, the budget was between fifty-five to seventy-three million dollars, and it had a box office of one hundred and ninety-two million. Um, so it probably just made its uh, money back there. Mm. Originally, apparently, Russell Crowe was trying to adapt the the Equalizer TV show back in two thousand ten, um, but eventually, yeah, Antoine. Uh, who'd previously worked with Denzel Washington on the movie Train Day, you mentioned last week. That's right. Um, yeah, he ended up being the director, and so mm. they got to work together again here. Um, yeah, it, it released a kind of mixed reviews, which I would found interesting. Apparently, it only got 60% currently on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes, generally, they are so generous, so. Yeah. Um, and it's like at a 57 out of 100 on Metacritic. So it's like very much yeah. kind of just above average. Just above average. Positive, and I'm not sure if I agree with that. I was kind of, I felt yeah. it was a was a bit better than it's, it's enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Tiller, what's your non-spoiler summary? What's the name of the main character again? Uh, Robert. Bob. Rob. Um, well, there's a guy called Rob. <laughs> um, we I don't really know too much of his background, but we know he has a specific set of skills. Um, and he has trouble sleeping. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I suppose um, he has people in his life and they get themselves into danger and has to pull out those specific set of skills yeah. um, that really people don't know that he has right. in order to protect them um, when the mafia come and threaten their lives. So yeah, he kind of operates behind the, the shadows really um, protecting people, kind of like a Batman figure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very dealing much. out justice. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a enjoyable film. Great acting. Yeah, so. great. Um, yeah, for those of you who haven't listened before, we generally like to talk about the non-spoiler side of things first. Mm. So if you haven't seen the movie, stick around for this. Um, and if you kind of like what you hear, then give it a pause, go watch the movie, come back and listen to our thoughts, like fully spoiling it. Um, but yeah, first off with our, our non-spoilers, Tiller, what were some of the things that you thought like were, were good in this movie? The acting was really good. Yeah. 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 Denzel Two. Washington specifically. Yes. He was just, he really has honed that death stare look. <laughs> yeah. Deadpan, poker face, like, yeah. but you know there's like, he's a killer behind those eyes. You know right. Yeah. So. I really enjoyed seeing those shots of his face. Yeah. But also, equally, the villain in the film, um, he is a good actor too. Like yeah. He, he played his part really well, so. Yeah, for sure. I um I felt that, I, I'm not sure what his name was, um, but he, the villain, he very much, it's almost like a James Bond villain role that he kind of plays. Yep. Um, super, almost campy at times, just like creepy, he's got his like little talks in a funny way yeah uh, but it's just so like fun yeah um because of that and when they have scenes together where they're trying to like they're having these cool <laughs> yeah. verbal jousts and like trying to outwit each other and stuff like that it's really cool so yeah i enjoyed well, those scenes i thought it's so funny um yeah robert or whatever the main character's name is he just has a line for everything <laughs> he's just constantly dropping like these little pearls of wisdom yeah so be like you know I'm I'm tired. You know, it's like tiredness makes you die. <laughs> it's like, it's Hardcore. Um but yeah, and so when they meet together, him and the villain, mm. they're just both like taking turns to drop one line as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially they're just Yeah, as I said, having a verbal joust and it's just really cool lines and yeah. they're just like trying to read each other and stuff like It's pretty fun. It's behind those eyes, you know. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. So, um I think I really liked, and this is, I'd probably recommend if you, I mean, we'll try not to spoil too much, um, but if you're interested in, in watching this, definitely kind of watch it with as little as, like knowledge as possible, because I really liked it the first time around watching it. I kind of had no clue what kind of movie it was. Mm. Um, I didn't even know like if it was action or something. And so the movie does a really good job of like a slow build of it starts off, you kind of get to know this main character. He's like this kind of elderly father figure. You know, has trouble sleeping, works at a hardware store, and the, it just takes a turn. Like at one point, all of a sudden, it's just like, "Whoa, <laughs> what happened there?" And it's like you really appreciate that more if you aren't like expecting it. I feel, mm. um, but yeah, I love the way that's written and kind of the build up to that turn, mm. um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, 
we were watching we were really enjoying the music in a lot of parts we did yeah i think they timed the just music that fit fits those scenes really well yeah um and it ended on like a high note with the music and like the scenes complementing each other right um so which is something we talked about last week on no the week before on john wick yeah it's, it's interesting, like, watching this so soon to John Wick, because I, they released it the same year, 2014, same year. which yeah. I didn't know, mm. um, but there are a lot of similarities, and in some places, like, John Wick clearly stands above the mm. Equalizer. Oh, the action. Like, choreography. Shots, the camera um, work. Kind of the stylizing of it all, yeah. lighting. It's a lot slicker. Um, but I'd even say in some aspects, this does it better. Um, and they do things very differently as well. Like a yeah. lot of the, the ways they go around the main character. Mm. But for example, the ending of this movie, um, I mentioned in our John Wick episode, episode nine, um, that the ending of John Wick, I found a bit lackluster. Yeah. It's kind of like they, they blew the budget and they get to the end like, oh, we'll have like a little battle on the bridge or something. <laughs> um, whereas this one, the, the climax is the climax. Like it's the most amount of, of like money spent is yeah. the, the end of it and yeah. so it really feels kind of well finished they did it really well yeah it just reminded me of so much like anime that i used to watch yeah, <laughs> With, yeah just this the shots and the scenes and like the the rain yeah that's in the, right in the warehouse and stuff like that and yeah it's the dramatic deaths and yeah. Like <laughs> yeah and the slow-mo there's slow-mo. so much slow-mo <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you gotta laugh yeah you, you, we were loving it <laughs> yeah because it's so like over the over top. the top, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to appreciate it. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any things that you weren't a fan of from the movie that you thought were like, oh, could have done without. Um, could have improved. Like the action. Yeah. Some of the action scenes could have been a little bit better, but like, it. You know, Desmond Washington's an old man. You know? yeah. He's like <laughs> almost sixty, somewhere between fifty to sixty in that time. Probably yeah. around fifty. Let me I check. Think. Do a quick. Uh, I'll just. I'll just think about it in my head for real, real quick. Um, he would have been, yeah, fifty uh, five, I think, or yeah, fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. So he was old. <laughs> I mean, that's young. Fifty yeah. seven's <laughs> the, the new thirty or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, but we did uh, notice like the action. It's this is pre John Wick action, so yeah. it is like kind of a lot, fairly few few cuts, quite yeah. a few of them. Um, and it works. It's not like over the top, like something like Taken, no. but you can really tell when he's, there's some shots of him just like running <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, he's old. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't have, he doesn't have quite the level of fitness that you'd expect from someone like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, one thing I wanted to mention for everyone is that this was actually like quite violent Ooh, and gory. Yeah. I wasn't really, expe- we just watched the raid. Mm. And in some places, like, this was more, gory. made me, like, cringe more, mm. um, maybe more uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I don't know yeah, why. I think, like... It's the way that you kill them, I think. Yeah. It's it just brutal. It kind of focuses more on the deaths, and it's, like, yeah, much more, I don't know, intimate or... Yeah, it really does focus, like, on the justice, like, like yeah. gory justice, like... Yeah. Um, so that would be a, a bit of a warning for, for anyone who... I guess this is action August, so mm. most of these movies that we're going to watch are going to be quite violent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if you're, for example, it's not like John Wick it. is too much for you. This is going to be way a too much. Yeah. yeah. It is. Some parts are disturbing. Yeah, I found it a bit too much at some points. Um, 
That being said, he kills way less people than John Wick does, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way less people die. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was something I probably I don't know I don't wouldn't say that they could have done without the violence because it was like it is kind of the tone of the movie, but yeah, yeah not necessarily a fan of it. Um, bad dudes getting bad stuff inflicted yeah. on them, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I said to you, I'm like in John Wick, they really get you to root for his murder because yeah. of the death of a dog, and it's like in ten minutes you're like, yep, yeah. I'm on board. Whereas this one. It's a much slower process of like getting <laughs> yeah. on board, but it's very by methodical the, and like yeah, it's like half out. an hour, forty-five minutes of you just like getting. All right, we're gonna support him in his in his murder. Mm. But by the time you get there, you are on board. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 all these people do need to die. <laughs> yeah, and then you're also like, oh, <laughs> yeah, mate, that's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so just be aware of that. There's also quite a lot of language. That's true. Bad, yeah. that's bad language in there. Yeah, a lot of bombs. Yeah. Some scenes it's just like every second word. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Um, and also some of the themes as well. Like this is kind of this is a bit of a spoiler, but um, who he's taking down is like a like a prostitution, like sex ring that yeah. he's like they're ta- taking advantage of these um girls. Yep. And nothing like actually sexual is shown at any point in the movie. No. But just that theme of like, oh, these are people who are taken advantage of, is um, I think very. Of reality is a reality, and it can be quite like can make you go it makes like, you uncomfortable. Oh, bit, bit, bit uncomfortable, yeah. Um, but yeah, aside from those kind of themes, the only thing I I didn't like is I felt it was a bit long at, at points. Yeah, okay. I feel like we got halfway through, and then there was like a, a break, a respite. He goes and talks to some people, mm. and then it's like, oh, mate, we still got like half the movie left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like we could have done without that. The middle Break. part. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it didn't um, seem consistent. Considering he's just killed a few people. He's like, yeah. should I do it or <laughs> looking yeah. for permission or whatever? Like, mm, I think you've kind of... Yeah, I think we could have skipped straight between those scenes. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Like, a little, probably a small thing. If it's the first time watching it, definitely, you probably won't notice the length. <laughs> like, it's, it's actually quite unique for an action movie. It is. Um. But yeah, I don't really know much. What much else we can say, non-spoilery. Oh yeah. Um, what would your rating, Killer? Would you? I would be? rate this a seven point five. Okay, cool. Yeah. So more than uh, Russian Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say this is a good movie. Yeah, this is good. It's uh, it's solid. It is. So now we're gonna discuss spoilers. So again, pause this, go watch the movie, or if you don't care, just stick around. Mm. Um. I'll just give us a, like a full plot summary for those who are sitting around and haven't watched the movie. Let's go. Um, but yeah, basically, Denzel Washington plays Bob, and the movie starts with him like you follow him in his life. He works at a hardware store. He sleep has sleepless nights. Kind of goes to a cafe, um, meets this like girl there every night. Like has conversations with her. She's clearly like a prostitute, mm. um, not enjoying her life. He kind of gives her advice. Um, one day. She like he notices she's been like beaten up, and then she ends up in the hospital. Mm. And he's like, "Oh, mate, I'm upset." So he goes to the the pimp, <laughs> yep. the owner of the the ring, mm. um, guy in charge, and he offers to like pay for her freedom. Mm. The guy's like, "No, nah, you're gonna need a lot more money than this." Mm. Um, and that's kind of when the switch happens. He basically just shuts the door and kills everyone in the room. Um, and as a response for like all those ki- those deaths, the head of like the Russian mob in russia sends like a 
investigator. Yep, a mastermind to, investigator. Yeah, to try and hunt him out. <laughs> um, and so there's kind of follows a series of, um, you know, he, he roots out a couple of corrupt cops. He f- kills a couple more, like, Russian mobsters. Yep. Um, Game of chess between him and the um, the mastermind dude. Yeah, and which he's winning pretty much the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> At no point is he losing the Game of chess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the movie, and, like, the, the climax is... The, the guy comes to the warehouse where he works mm. um, and he traps them all there and kills them all. Yeah. And then he he flies to Russia, kills the head of the mob. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, kind of, the girl's now got her freedom. Yeah. Um, so you see her again. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie, the movie ends. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in there that's really, like, fun and unique. I, I don't know what it was, but, like... Quite often, I mean, you, in John Wick, you've got like the Bourne series, mm. um, Taken, um, all these kind of different ones. None of them really have felt as invincible as this character. <laughs> <laughs> like literally at every point, any challenge he comes across, he just kind of does this icy glare. <laughs> like he, he goes into this Sherlock mode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plans out his moves and then just kills everyone straight away. And yep. then he, like, walks off like the Terminator. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mate, okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? It really is the acting. Because with John Wick, they build this, like, whole, like, myth around him. Yeah. This guy, like, you yeah. don't want to mess with. Um, and Keanu Reeves as an actor doesn't isn't quite as compelling as... Mm. Um, He's nowhere near as intimidating as yeah, a guy. Yeah, as intimidating, yeah. So. It's more like, oh, how is this guy intimidating in that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, you clearly see, it. <laughs> like the switch goes on, and Denzel like he has a smile, yeah, but he doesn't blink. No. Like none of the, like all these scenes, he just like stares someone down. It's like, oh yeah, okay, it's all in the eyes. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, yeah. So I really like that aspect. You, we compared him to Batman quite a lot. We did. Like, man, yeah. he's just this vigilante. All of a sudden, <clears throat> he's decided I'm going to go around and beat these people up really brutally. He does. Yeah. Um, he's like the superhero who has access to. Like a Bunnings. <laughs> <laughs> weapons. Yeah. Who knows how many weapons he's got placed right throughout the story, you know? It was really fun. Mm. Um, I really liked the ending where I was saying it's kind of like Home Alone. They come <laughs> into this warehouse, he turns off the lights, and then he just sets up a bunch of traps with, like, uses a drill, and he uses, like, um, a bush tri- trimmer, and he uses barbed wire and all these different things from the um, yeah from the store to kind of kill them in every different way. Well, they, they're in his playground. You know? yeah, they kind of came right. to his habitat, man. That's yeah. a big mistake. You know? That's right. That's where he's at home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's his, his secret weapon is luring him to the warehouse. <laughs> it's a lair. He's a lair. <laughs> um, and I just found it so funny how it ended with him using like, a nail gun yeah. to kill the guy. Like mm. shooting them across the room. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was funny. It Brutal was- death. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, like it's like death by a thousand cuts or something like that. Yeah, like, that's right. With a bunch of nail guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slowly, pew. And One it was every... all slow-mo as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were some of the things that you liked about the, the story? Um, I think, like, you can see the conflict in him throughout mm. the story. He's kind of like, I got to bloody my hand. Like, I guess this is getting into values, but yeah. like... And it really just comes out through the acting. Yeah. Uh, this is that's probably just the main highlight for me is the acting. You can see there's just a conflict in the face of like right. having to um get his hands bloody again and like dive back into the dive filth. back into the, the filth. Yeah. But he knows he has to do it, otherwise these people 
are going to die. Right. Um, and so he's kind of just like, you've awoken the beast, in me, you know what I mean? Like, um, and so like, yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. For me, like, the way they kind of build the character, it just kind of feels like, I don't know if they justified it enough or they showed that conflict enough for me. Mm, like, okay. it felt like, because we, we see kind of him witnessing this girl, she's in trouble and he goes and deals with that. Mm. But then he just doesn't stop. He's like, all of a sudden, all right, now he's taking down this criminal who stole a ring and now he goes and beats up these these cops. Mm. And then he's like, all right, now I'm going to go and wipe out the entire <laughs> group. Yeah. Um, and he's almost in like relishing it. This is... They showed him. The, he kills these people, and then he has his first night's sleep. Like <laughs> in the movie, he's like sleeping well. Yeah, and it almost shows me like, oh, this is a part of him that he loves. Like he is not more fulfilled than when he's killing people <laughs> or fighting crime. I guess is a nicer way to put it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't. It was interesting. It was almost he. He didn't. He was concerned that it would be the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But almost by then, he's like, no, this is a part of who I am. Yeah, I didn't sense the conflict when he was, like, when he became him, you know yeah. what I mean? But, like, prior to that, you could, like, see him, like, it's like, like going into this. Like, yeah, that's true. I got to go in, like, full. This is a complete change now. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to awake the beast in me, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the murder in me. I noticed um the first scene where he's with the, the Russians. Guys, yeah. And he's about to leave. He closes the door several <laughs> a times. A few times, yeah. And I think that was, like, for me, that was, like, him wrestling with, like, oh, I should leave. But I really don't want to. Well, I should. No, nah, yeah. they're gonna die. <laughs> um, so that was, I guess, the, the piece of conflict. And he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm bored in." I did wonder if there was some sort of like, um, he has an obsession with time and like yeah. certain things that he does, like folding the napkin. And like yeah, a bit of OCD. OCD. You know what I mean? Like the door as well. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting, That's interesting. point. Yeah. And they never really addressed the OCD or the t- the the time too much. It was more just like a quirk. I felt. Well, he's like a meticulously methodical, super person. efficient, and so like there is that element of that like OCD show that shows through his character throughout the movie as he like is combating these guys. He's always yeah, ahead of step of them. True, he's like, right? He's like just a perfectionist. Yeah. And so when they come to kill him, he's just like, "There's no mistakes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's that one scene with a guy. Oh, it was so funny. The the he the guy goes to meet him at the cafe, kind of to take a hit out on him, yeah, and he sits down and he just calls him out. He's like, "Are we waiting for anyone else?" <laughs> and it's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like your hands give you away. You're your not hands. an electrician. Yeah, and the guy just laughs. <laughs> it's like, "Ah, oh, you got me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, stuff like that was really funny. Yeah, and how I, didn't he know? Like, he could shut the um. Yeah, he short circuited the short entire, circuits the the knife entire the... diner. Yeah, very like, what cool. What the heck did this guy just do? Like, yeah, so, yeah. One of the scenes I really liked as well was the um when the detective guy first confronted him at his house. Yep. Ah, oh, I felt that was done very differently to how I'd seen it before. Yeah, because usually well, the hero is at their house and then they get a knock at the door and it's like the the villain and they're like, "What the heck? How'd they find me?" Mm. And they're kind of on the back foot. And so it's a bit of like a tension for the audience. Yeah. Um, whereas this time the guy knocks on the door and Denzel Washington's just like, yeah, you what, mate? <laughs> I don't care that you're here. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he, he kind of gives a bit of banter and then the guy like goes to leave and he's like, no, come back. Like, no, let's do this now. <laughs> There's just really, like zero fear in him. He does assert himself. Yeah. Which he- is, I really enjoy. It's a unique, unique in the sense that I don't know if it's better or worse, but. Yeah. 
it's just like really like oh okay yeah, it's like he's kind of like, refreshing yeah yeah it's just kind of like in his face it's yeah, just like, really cool <laughs> i know who you are and like what you're here to do and like yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what's up yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah oh it's funny he's a cool character he's a really cool character um mm. he's really nice and kind and humble um he's the perfect man wisdom you know he yeah. helps the the less fortunate the vulnerable yeah willing um, to take a day off work to go help a guy out in his shop <laughs> yeah also willing to kill a bunch of dudes you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> who would be better <laughs> um yeah any thoughts around like um, like the, anything that you wanted to improve with the with story stuff stuff you didn't like nah i um one thing that i thought could have been better is chloe grace moritz like the girl's character mm-hmm. i don't know what her name is like Alina, uh, Alina, Alina, the singer. Um, yeah, that's it. She, um, I feel like she kind of disappears for most of the movie. Yeah, she's in the hospital, and then an hour and a half later, you see her at the end, and it's like, oh, that's right. that's why he was doing this because <laughs> of her. Yeah. Like, you kind of get lost in it all. It's like, oh, he's just doing this because these guys are bad. Yeah, and then at the end, it's like, oh no, that's right. There was a like, girl here. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if that's intentional. I kind of feel like it. It wasn't. And it probably would have been nicer to have a bit more, or like maybe even one point in the middle mm. was a bit of a they touch tying base. it back to yeah, grounding it and re- helping you remember that she's she exists. Yeah, uh, so at the end you just don't like oh that's right there was this whole other oh, yeah, motivation. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's um, fair. That would be something that I think could have made it better. It's fair. Like. Um, but yeah, what do you think about the values that this this movie was, I guess, teaching or the themes of it? Justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Justice. He was very big on respecting the badge, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. You disrespected this, holding up the badge. You will suffer the consequences of your decisions. Yeah. Righteous justice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, Kind of making the bad guys sort of experience, like, what they make other people sort of experience. Right. Torturous, painful deaths. Yeah, that's right. But it was interesting... He made a point of every single person he killed, he gave them a chance. He came to them and was like, you can make this right yeah, before I kill you. That's true. You have one last chance to make it right, otherwise I'll kill you. Yeah. Um, which, which I also thought was interesting. Is like in He kind of scene. viewed that as being, that was righteous, as like giving people a, a second chance. Yep. One um, more chance. Yeah, even though most of them were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully bought in here, man. I've killed hundreds of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. I mean, you see it with the first scene when he comes into um, mobster's um, room, office, and he offers them money to like, and then they're like, oh, like. Yeah, but I see it in a much like, worse way. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, yep. you want to go the hard way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then he, he rubs and he's like, now you're going to die. You could have just accepted $9,000. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is interesting yeah um yeah i thought there was um so, i mean similar to our batman like ser- like when we were reviewing batman very mm. similar themes of kind of having your own moral code or even john wick we should talk about how what kind of villains have their their own moral code yeah i um, mean he's kind of come up with his own code here as well he's like you know i mean obviously these are all evil men they are that's right they're yeah. like yeah you know what's what's the word they're just kind of caricatures that's it yeah um and so he's just like yeah i'm gonna go kill all these guys mm. um but he's for some reason he's kind of like got this set of rules of you know i'm um gonna give you a chance here and 
I'm very angry at you if you're a cop and you kind of mm. let that down. And yep. Yeah. 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 Well, I suppose, you know, he felt like he needed to do a thing, you know, like where are the cops? Like, mm. why are they not doing something about this? So, right. Yeah. And, and uh, his, his sort of love for these people um, kind of drives him to this point of like being this really aggressive killer that he needs to be. The beast kind of is awakened yeah out right. of him it wouldn't have if those people hadn't you know <laughs> done what they did but yeah 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 it's funny it gives me like um thoughts of the judges in the old testament like Ooh. someone gets raised up to kind of deal with the uh injustice the injustice yeah um but on the topic of the judges in the bible um my pastor at church has been doing like a series uh, well, recently did, went through some of the, the points about judges. Mm. And he uh, was like, emphasized the fact that basically we're not meant to look at them as heroes. We're not meant to go like, oh, these are what we're meant to be like. Because most of the judges, and actually over the course of the book, they become more and more corrupt. Corrupt. Yeah. Um, like, what? what's some examples? I mean, Samson's Samson. the last one. Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, he goes and like completely denies god pretty much he like rejects exa- everything that god told him to do yeah uh and then he only like ends up losing everything <laughs> he does uh, and he only manages to do something mm. uh, it's not like he leads the uh the israelites back to god he just kills a bunch of philistines <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of his, his defining moment yeah um we've got um gideon yeah um that's a cool story but he ends up like forgetting God as well. He gets people to worship him, mm. um, makes himself like a god almost. Yeah. yeah. So all these kind of characters of there, the people that God, when God gives one person kind of this authority or this position, they just get corrupted and end up being like not turning it back to God in the yep. end. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's um, applying his, I suppose, own sense of justice in this film. As you said, you know, these were evil men that he justice on but yeah it's not really like clear i mean his motivation is to like protect these people um yeah but like it doesn't go into his sort of motivations beyond that like um where does he get his sense of justice from right i think in some some ways this movie it really isn't written to to be super deep yeah and i think um there is like a weakness in the writing in some aspects like um, thinking about it, for example, mm. he's the main focus of the movie is he's taking down this Russian mob. Yep, and then they kind of shove in this side branch of oh, there's also corrupt cops, which mm. he goes and deals with. Um, but then so they have to resolve that somehow, and so one of the cops has like a USB that has all of the contact details of everyone who's corrupt, and so he just sends that to one of the detectives. It's like here, problem solved. <laughs> um, and in the movie, like. Okay, we need to resolve the Russian thing. So they go have that conflict, and it's like, well, we don't know if we'll have a sequel or not. Mm. Just go fly to Russia, kill everyone over there as well. And we'll just kind of <laughs> deal with that. And they don't really explore too much yeah. about like the logic behind it or the yeah. morals behind it. It's just like, let's make this look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not supposed to be super in depth. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, really overly dramatic, over the top action yeah. and violence and justice yeah one one i guess final thought on the themes which i i thought was mm. i mean those keen-eared listeners i mm. uh, would have noticed 
there is that theme of he goes to try and pay for the the freedom mm. of um the girl. Yeah. To try and I mean she's living this life like where she's, you know, it's really bad for her. Mm-hmm. Um and so he comes like out of the good will of his heart to go and like there's a lot of money that he spends close to to ten thousand mm. dollars um to try and pay for the freedom their yep. freedom. Um and I guess that has a parallel to the fact that uh Jesus wanted to pay for our freedom mm. and he did that and it was mm. much more expensive costing 10,000 mm. so that's a little parallel there yeah no yeah. it was really good um there is other thing that I sort of caught was theme of like choices and how like we do have choices to make and you right. see with that girl um Chloe, uh, Alina yeah like how she <clears throat> I, I guess like he's trying to like tell her like or maybe hint <clears throat> that she like does have a choice and like she can be who she wants to be and whatnot, mm. um, but she feels like she's stuck in this um, lifestyle right. that she's in, and can't she doesn't want to make the take the first step. Kind of take thing. the first step. Um, yeah. Well, that's one of the lines he says, right? It's like it's not about perfection; it's about like progress. Progress. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so choices, right? Like you do have a choice. Like you don't have to let yourself. It's it's not. I mean, like, for someone in a situation like that... Yeah, it's not realistic to expect them to get out on their own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, I, yeah, and it, that is a real reality, actually. Like, that there are... Like, sex trafficking is a real thing. It really happens all... Everywhere around the world. And there are, yeah, women in... Really difficult places where they are coerced and feel like they have no option in coming out. Yeah. Uh, which is... Um, there's this... Um, organization started by this woman and this man called uh this woman ruth larwell um who happens to go to my church gatewaybaptistchurch.com and she had been given this vision by god that she was going to teach sugar art basically like bake baking and confectionery making all these things in another country in cambodia yeah um and she pitches this vision to like our church and our church board and they're full on behind. Uh, they started this organization called Bloom, which um, teaches r- women that have been rescued from sex trafficking um, how to make uh, yeah, sugar art, essentially oh, cakes cool. and confectionaries and things like that. And it gives them a way of providing um, money for themselves because they've been rescued out of that, so they right. don't go back to that. Yeah, so they have an alternative. Yeah, ex- essentially. That makes sense. Um, which is something I, I guess I suppose I noticed with um, Alina. She wants to be a singer, right? She doesn't want to be in this um, situation that yeah, she's in. Yeah, that's right. She wants. To, she has dreams and hopes and, and like yeah. that. And it's cool that he kind of just like encouraged her. Like, yeah, that's um, cool. Get out of there. But yeah, like I recommend anyone to go and check out uh, Bloom. Um, making life beautiful. I think it's what it's called. It's a really cool um, organization that's um, helping women that have been rescued oh, cool. out of that. Yeah, go um, check it out. On that, um, yeah, that that theme though is giving me some other thoughts. Mm. Um, that idea of not ch- we we don't have to chase perfection. We just have to make progress. And I've had conversations with people before. Um, it's well, we're talking about having a relationship with God, mm. and you can have the, this idea of like, oh, I'm not good enough for God. You know, I'm. I'm living this life. I've got all these desires that, you know, I can't see myself ever moving on from. I like, I like my life of sin. God would never accept me. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think that, that 
theme of like taking just one step at a time. Actually, the the one step can just be turning to God and be like, okay, God, I'm sinful. I don't even know if like I can live a life that's pleasing to you. Yeah. But I'm going to take this first step of just asking for your help. Mm. Um, and actually, the Bible talks about um, God promises to help us. Yeah. In that in that path uh, that He doesn't actually wait for us to be perfect before we can know Him. Yeah. Um, it's actually through knowing him that eventually we we can be perfect. That's um, right. When we remade. Jesus is someone who empathizes with our weaknesses because in every way he was tested as we are and said as we are, but he overcame. And so because he's overcome, he can help each and every one of us with our struggles and things like that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Kudos to, to your point. Like it's about progress, not perfection. So yeah. start. Just take that first step. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, any any last thoughts around the values or the, the themes? Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, um, as always, we've got a little uh, tip for our youth pastors out there, you know, a little <laughs> helpful something um, yeah. for your next Friday youth group um, sermon. The only way to equalize our debts is through the payment Jesus made. <laughs> In a way... Jesus is our equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> He's my equalizer. That's He's my equalizer. <laughs> so there you go. That one's free. Just cancel my debt. <laughs> uh, now for um, one of our favorite segments where we get to peruse uh, the source of truth and wisdom, IMDb <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I haven't yeah, pre-prepared, so we're going to have to just we're gonna get to pick something random here. <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, okay. McCall, so McCall thinks the main character. McCall has never actually shown shooting a firearm. At the restaurant, he twists the henchman's arm, forcing him to shoot his boss. Towards the end of the film, McCall only uses the rifle for the scope and eventually uses a nail gun. Everyone else is neutralized by other creative means. <laughs> he <laughs> really is right. the, uh, the workshop um, yeah. protagonist. Yeah. They're driving that point home. Yeah. <laughs> I won't use bullets, I... Driving that point, uh, nail gun. <laughs> driving the point. Uh, okay. Hammers. <laughs> um, let's see. Bullets not aren't fun, you know. They're just quick, you know, but like hammers, mate. <laughs> Can't dodge a hammer. Can't dodge a hammer. <laughs> uh, mate. Okay. Denzel Washington's character hunts the Russian mafia in this movie. While on training day, his character is hunted by the Russian mafia. Well, both movies are directed by Antoine yeah, Fuqua. Like sounds like we're going to watch Training Day. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we do. <laughs> oh, here we go. A couple more. Slavi refers to Robert as Dedushka when they meet at the restaurant. This yeah, is Russian for grandfather. Oh. That's a helpful something. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Dedushka. Dedushka. So it was being disrespectful. What does babushka mean? Babushka. <laughs> babushka. I don't look Google that. Bababui. It might mean baby then. That would make sense. Um, Here we go. Last one. The script originally had no backstory about Robert. So Denzel Washington contributed much to the character's background and backstory, including McCall having obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm. In addition to his daily physical and fight training before filming, Washington met and interviewed several real-life OCD sufferers in order to gain insights on how to play that disorder correctly. Well, that makes sense to me why mm. it wasn't a central part of the film because it wasn't written in. It was just he's like bringing this to the character. Yeah. And so 
he has it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, like, relevant really at all. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, that makes sense. Just doing his thing, Denzel. Denzel. I mean, Denzel thing. he did a really good job. did. Um, yeah, work out what babushka means. Babushka means an old woman or grandmother. Ah, there we go. So, da, what was the other one? Da, Dadushka. Dadushka is grandfather and babushka Dadushka. grandmother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> and bab is for babe. Because <laughs> grandmothers are babes. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> uh, for all my grandmothers out there. <laughs> all right. Here yeah. we go. Um, this is something that I, I, I said uh, you weren't going to expect. Well, I, I, um, normally we have, we have a section. Well, I, I guess we finished our review time. Yep. So we're on to our next section, which is normally the uh, what are you looking forward to or what else have you been watching section. Mm. Had you prepared anything for that, Tiller? I never come prepared every week. <laughs> I figured as it's much. It's always an awkward moment. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, he's going to ask me this now, isn't he? <laughs> So I figured for episode 11, yeah. we can uh, try and change it up a bit. Ooh. And I wanted to introduce a new section called Trailer Time. I've got a little, <gasps> got a little uh, gonna watch jingle a here. So just, I'll just play this for you. All right. Dylan, it's time. It's Trailer Time. Trailer Time. <laughs> trailer Time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Trailer Time, Tiller. All right. I'm going to watch the Equalizer 3. Um, no. What do you mean trailer time? Well, trailer time, I thought, because you don't actually know what you're looking forward to at all, ah. I might educate you uh, <laughs> each week on what is coming out, what, is, what, is, what exists for you to look forward to, okay, cool, and we'll cool. do that by looking at a trailer, yep. uh, and then, yeah, I'll get your thoughts on it. Cool. I don't know if we'll cut around watching the trailer or not, mm. but yeah. So, for example, this, this week, the, uh, the trailer that came out was for Rebel Moon by Zack Snyder. Have you heard of this? No. Great. Let me get this up. So we are watching a trailer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that would make sense, right? <laughs> here we go. So Rebel Moon. Um, if you didn't know, I'll give you the context here. Yep. Zack Snyder was originally down to make a Star Wars movie mm. when they were back making, like you know, the the Solo and um, Rogue Ones and all these things. Like, yep. And so now Disney's cut back on the amount of Star Wars that they're making, and Zack Snyder's Star Wars movie they cancelled. So he's gone and decided, well, I'm just going to go make my own Star Wars movie. It's just not based in Star Wars, like yeah. Star Wars universe. Inspired. It's his own I universe. Think I don't know if I've seen the full trailer, but I've seen clips and parts of it. Yeah, cool. Well, well let's, let's watch it. Let's watch it. And then, because you're a big fan of Star Wars. Big fan. Love it. Yeah, it's a Netflix exclusive. Ooh. Nice. Um, lens flare. It kind of gives me June vibes a little bit. A little bit, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The chosen one, yeah. Bring balance to the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Bring balance to the um, the gentleness. <laughs> There's no force. <laughs> yeah, I do see the June inspiration. Yeah, let me tell tell me when you 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 notice the Star Wars inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the spaceships. It's the Empire. Yeah, the Empire. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the uh, the, the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, the laser, laser guns, blasters. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> laser swords. Yeah, light scepters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, there you go. Another one. Oh, that sounds like episode. F- 
uh, inspired by episode four, that shot there of him oh, yeah. getting crowned. standing with the glass. Yeah. Like Luke and Vader and the Emperor. Right. In that yeah. ship. Episode um six? Um yeah, sorry, episode six, not full. My bad. Ooh, magical creatures. See, in some ways I'm like it feels very different to Star Wars. Yeah, because there's like It's almost fantasy. Like Lord of the Rings almost. Yeah. And like Yeah. They're tying in a lot of different it's Narnia <laughs> worlds. Yeah. I, I also felt like Narnia as well in there. Yeah. Like, wow. Lots of they're war. being they're going ham. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously some eye cult happening. The blue sword. Bit of Hunger Games vibes yeah. as well. Rebellion, all of that. So there you go. Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Yeah. So what do you think about that? It looks ex- interesting. Like, great scenes, um, great cuts. Um, yeah. Very CGI, very... There's a lot going on. <laughs> There's a lot happening. And yeah, it doesn't really give much away, which no, I like. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I was watching, I'd heard about Rebel Moon. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't really care. Like, Zack Snyder, he hasn't made a good movie for a while. Mm. Um, Star Wars, they haven't made a good movie for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching it, and it doesn't feel like Star Wars. There's like, I know, villages. Yeah. And then there's people like, there's kings, and they're yeah, riding horses. Fantasy creatures. And- yeah, it's like sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. Which is actually really cool cool mix it's not just because in star wars they kind of have different planets yep. they all have a similar level of technology for the mm. most part they just mm. have different aesthetics yep whereas this kind of feels like oh there'll be some people who are using bows and arrows or <laughs> yeah and other people using guns yeah flying um, on hippogriffs and yeah there's like, like fantasy creatures and, yeah so this really looks cool. i'm actually kind of keen for that yeah um and it looks like a big story as well yep like it's not just kind of this small Couple of planets, it's like a galaxy. Yeah, and that's what where I got the June vibes from as well. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to to Rebel Moon. So good. We well, need a need a, a rating system for trailer time though. Ooh. Um. That one. I'm gonna rate. <laughs> Maybe we could uh, because it's trailers. Yeah. Right. We could say is the trailer well packed, or is it like unsteady? <laughs> Did they pack their trailer well, or is the trailer oh. missing a few parts? <laughs> <laughs> that could be our rating system for trailer time. Um, this is a well-packed trailer. I, I think it's pretty well-packed. Yeah. Like, it all seems stable. If I hop on the road with this trailer, mm. I'm going to get to my destination. That's um, right. And I'm keen to get there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, that was that's the end of our first trailer time. I like this. Yeah. Better than the previous segment. <laughs> the previous segment. Because I don't have to prepare for it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. Another thing for me to do for me. I will say, um, I have also been playing the game Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh. Uh, well, I've downloaded it. I'm yes. about to start playing it, sorry. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing that. I enjoy. Um, so, I'll be I back next week. I was going to play it, but I didn't get around to it. Yeah. So, I'll yeah. tell you tell you how it is. Please. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of finishes up our episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us at goodfridayfilms.com or send us an email at goodfridayfilmspod at gmail.com. Otherwise, we're Good Friday Films on most social media platforms. We'd mm. love to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts. Tell us any recommendations for movies um, and also for trailer time. If there's any trailers that you really like, thought was well, were well packed, um, we'd love to, to watch them together. And if you want us to do a particular theme for September, yeah. 
that rhyme that that rhymes with set well, it starts uh, with an S. <laughs> it starts with an S. You know, like action August. Yeah, um, we're yeah. liking the vibe of having yeah. like a theme for the, the month for the month. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let us know, guys. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. We're gonna be reviewing the Equalizer two. Later.